Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 507. This question was sent by Dan and he writes, Hi Vidas and Usha. Hard to believe that you guys are almost up to 500 episodes already. Seems just like yesterday that you started the podcast. I've been a listener right from day one to comment on this episode. Another thing that an organist could do during service if playing a hymn that's less familiar is to solo out the melody on a second manual with a prominent read stop, a couple of principles or a suitable combination on that second manual so that the melody could be heard. I've observed over the years that this is a technique that I've heard organists use to assist congregations with new material. Our organist that we had when I first started going to the church I'm going to back in 2000, if there was an unfamiliar hymn before the service, he'd take maybe 10 minutes and go over it. Then during service, for the first verse, he'd solo out the melody on the festival trumpet on the choir division of the organ there. I think in the service, soloing out the melody of a hymn is a good technique to assist the congregation right from the organ. Well, it is a good technique, and I think it might work in many cases, but in Lufina, for example, we have many, many churches where an organ has only one manual, one single manual. So that that technique would simply wouldn't work. And in that case, I would suggest if you want to really make a melody very prominent, you need to play it in octaves. On that single manual. No other chords? No, no other chords, yes. No supporting harmony. Maybe to play, you know, the hymn melody in the pedal and then to do it in an octave with your hands. So, for example, if the starting note of the hymn is, let's say, uh, treble C, your left hand would play tenor C, and the pedals would play the bass C, the lowest That's note. Right. In three octaves, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, this is like a dream when Dan talks about, you no know, festive trumpet 
how many organs in Lithuania have, you know, a festive trumpet that is in shape good enough, you know, to be able to, 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 to play it. Yeah, first of all, reeds need to be tuned regularly. True, true. But of course, you know, we are living in a different world and each time when Vidas and I go abroad to give recitals, you know, the most amazing thing for me is how well are organs abroad taken care of. Because, you know, whenever you go to France or, you know, to, to, to Scandinavian countries, you know, organize in the best shape. Although some of them stands in unheated churches and, and you know, still everything is right in tune. Well, it's, it's very simple, actually. Organist takes care of regular maintenance that you need to wor- work on, for example, tuning the reed or a flute or two if it's out of tune a little bit, but uh, less often, reeds are more often, right? Most often, uh, organist has to have an, an assistant helping him or her, so just one person has to press the keys on the organ console, and organist has to go into the pipes and uh, tune those reeds. Sometimes reeds are not far away, they can reach, he can reach it from the organ bench uh, or from the ground floor too. But uh, if organist takes care of regular reeds, maintenance, then he or she has to have a good training in this, it's not for everyone, right? True, in Lafine we lack that sort of training, no. Most, most of organists, we just have no idea what is inside of their instrument. And we have no idea how you know, to maintain it. And no interest in, in it. True. No, basically no interest in, in finding out even how the organ functions. And this is just too bad because we have so many beautiful churches. You know, especially in Vilnius, uh, most of them are built in the Baroque style and have wonderful acoustics, but but organ are just in a terrible shape, and many of them. And for example, organists uh, writes their registration without any regard of what kind of stops they're using, right? They would write down numbers. That's right. But they don't know what the, those numbers mean. When they go to another organ, they have to start their registration process all over again because number 5 or number 18 doesn't uh, tell them anything. That's right. So that's one thing. They, they're not interested into, into technicalities of the instrument. And another thing is uh, that a church has to have a contract with an organ building firm. Well, you need to have an organ building firm. <laughs> Do you remember when we tried you know, to, to, to get hold of you know, some organ firm that would take care of you know, our organ at St. John's so that we wouldn't have to do it? Regularly. Nobody wanted. Nobody wanted and nobody took that, that position, so we do everything ourselves. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's because we don't have many, you know, organ building shops. 
in Lithuania anymore? Only about two, I would say, are left. Yes, this is really not enough. There is some sign that uh, one or two younger people are more interested in this and uh, in the future might open maybe their practice. Well, but you know, how will you make a living? It's very hard. You would not receive many new new contracts mm-hmm. and only to take care of old instruments. Who will pay you for doing that work? Usually no charge doesn't want to pay for it. If you travel, uh, I think, uh, around the country uh, just doing maintenance, let's say uh, on, on weekdays, right? Five days a week you can travel to five organs. True. And I think think that you know what 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 makes this whole issue is that um, so many people don't understand about organ at mm-hmm. all. And even well educated people don't. Because I remember maybe ten or more years back we had this this question reason at the Vilnius University, you know, because of the St. John's Church organ. But I think rector or prorector asked, so we built an instrument, <laughs> we paid so much money, and now it needs tuning, it needs maintenance. He couldn't believe it. So it's, it's you know, just such a narrow-mindedness, mm-hmm. I would call it. Yeah. Uh, organists have to do more education, ed- educating activities, uh, showing uh, f- for the general audiences how the organ works, uh, how much is needed to maintain it, right? And uh, even organ builders who are left here still active in the country need to open their shops for the society for the general audience once in a while you know and invite and give tours to show how the pipes are constructed how they you know work on new organs or uh, restorations of all the instruments that would be very interesting yes it would be excellent so uh, we started this conversation with a question from Dan right and finished it (laughs) Very differently, but anyway, it's so nice that Dan has listened to our podcast since you know, the first episode, and that he, you know, now wonders about us doing 500 already. Yeah, it, this is number 507, so we already passed number 500. By the time you will hear this, guys, we might be recording 520, perhaps. Yes, that's a possibility. But anyway, I think Dan's idea about, you know, soloing out the the melody is very appropriate. And if you, you know, have... Larger organs. Have larger organ and, you know, have possibility to do it, then please do it, because it really works. Of course, him has to be, you know, in the sort of firm character. It shouldn't be. You wouldn't use the solo trumpet for, let's say, him that is, you know, in a in a soft character. Yes, because it oh, is sorrowful, you know, character. Because it provides this, you know, fest, festive 
mood, festive atmosphere. Yeah. If you need uh, to solo out a melody on a gentle, gentle hymn, then uh, maybe use some kind of principal combination yes. or maybe flute combination with 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 flutes 8 4 maybe a tears or a fifth yes or or like a cornet yes yes i i thought about cornet if you don't have a trumpet for example you could use cornet instead of it it would sound probably more gentle than than trumpet, but would still work fairly well. You mean gentle? Yes, gentle. Good. Thank you, guys. This was Vidas. And Osha. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice... Miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right, as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vides and Osha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas. 
and Usha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.